Welcome back to Self-Revelations. It's your boy, B-Dab. And I'm Juan Reno. We're back with another episode. It's been a cool minute, bro. So much has been going on in my life. I know in yours, it's just like night and day. From the mm-hmm. last episode to now. It's like a month. Bro, I don't think we've ever went this long. No. It even felt awkward. It felt awkward. I even checked to see if we dropped the episode. Mm. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, did Self-Revelations drop something? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> hell no, but... Man, we got some good ones for y'all today, man. But before we get into that, I want to start it off with, you know, asking my boy Wanavelli, how you been doing and how's everything been going? Man, everything's been good, you know, just constantly just trying to, you know, always improve and, you know, go through life, you know, how it's supposed to, not focus on my feelings too much, just more focus on results. Even if I don't get it, just keep going, keep going at it, you know. I feel like sometimes you get so caught up in, like, expecting stuff to happen, because you're putting in the work, you're putting in the effort, but then you're not seeing nothing. And so me, I'm just trying to stay like consistent with what I'm doing and and make sure that I don't get too lost in the process, whether I where I'll lose myself and maybe fall back to other habits. Like I'm just trying to like just do my best and just try to keep my relationship with God like intact because, you know, I feel like life and stuff like that in your own head, you get lost and you don't pray when you should you don't keep god in your mind you get selfish sometimes and so for me i'm just trying to find that balance you know like 27 years i didn't have this way of life like with religious like with god and now i'm trying to like incorporate and make it part of my life so it's like a lot of ups and downs like you know some days i'm doing good some moments like i have god in my mind or i'm praying and then certain moments i fall off and and it's not like i'm trying to like neglect it it's just like just, you know, the, the habits, like the way my mind works, sometimes it is not with God in mind. So I have to like try to like program that. So for me, it's just like just keep going. So like I'm just trying to stay consistent with everything. But just like even if I don't don't even if I don't see results, even if I'm not where I'm at, just like keep doing the little things. No facts. And that that's the beautiful part about it is because you're creating this journey for yourself. Ain't nobody ever had to you know, force feed you it, you know, mm-hmm. and this lifestyle, of course, there's going to be ups and downs because you're being attacked. You know, the devil is working 24 hours a day. He ain't taking no breaks. You feel what I'm saying? So, you know, when you are having these ups and downs, even if you do fall off track a little bit, it's important to get right back on. You feel what I'm saying? Because, you know, a lot of people that like how we talked about earlier when you said that little, you know, day of of not doing something you're supposed to do can turn into a week that week can turn into a month that month can turn into a bad year that bad year can turn into a bad five years you know so as long as you know okay i'm slipping up right now hop back on track that's the most important thing bro you know what i mean and not let those slumps like don't let those hard times humble you right yeah Mm -hmm. facts but you know today we have a really good one for you guys today um, you know, me and him have, you know, we went back and forth for, you know, months talking about, you know, you know, how we can be better, how, you know, men in general could be better, how women in general can be better for each other. And, you know, not wanting to, you know, just point the finger at one side, you know, but we do want to start with, you know, people who look like us. We want to start with men, you know, the fall of man. We want to talk about why are things going how they're going right now and why is you know there's a lack of masculinity 
in our society? Why is, you know, men becoming softer? Uh, why are, you know, men not providing? Why are men not being a certain way in today's society? So I kind of wanted to open up to you. Juan Avelli, why do you think, what do you think is the main things that contribute to the fall of man? <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> I think, like, for me, like, I want to go at it with, like, my experience. Like, my almost the fall temptations, trying to balance, like, you know, being a man, too. Because I'm naturally, like, what people would say is, like, masculine. Like, you know, I like to joke around. I like to, like, you know, say things very on. <clears throat> people like to say, like, it's, like, brutal honesty, right? For me, I'm just being honest. I just like to be straightforward. I like to tell the truth. And sometimes that bothers people because, you know, n some people say they want to hear the truth until they hear it. And because, <clears throat> damn, excuse me, <clears throat> for me, I've been constantly in my head and always trying to improve. I'm always trying to find better ways to always look back at, like, my everyday, my decisions that I made, relationships that I've been in, being a son, being a, a sibling, being a cousin, being an uncle, uh, being a lover, a co-worker, all these different aspects of life. And I've always, you know, sit back and reflect. Or even in that moment, I'm always like, ah, shouldn't have said that. Ah, should have been honest. Ah, why did I lie? Uh, that was that didn't feel good. Why did I do that? And so I'm so honest with myself that it's easy for me to be honest with other people and tell them the truth. But there was a certain point where I felt that everything that I was saying was always bothering people. It was always hurting their feelings. And I was just like, man, am I doing too much? And should I be more quiet? Should I cater my words for people's feelings? And I started falling into that. Like little by little, like I was destroying my own natural masculinity, my the testosterone levels that I naturally have. I started, you know, naturally started limiting myself because the way I was affecting people that I thought was, wasn't right because of, you know, you see society, they, they talk about toxic masculinity. They, <clears throat> they say that, you know, when a man is talking about preferences, he's insecure. If a man is trying to guide his woman, he's grooming her. Like it's always these like things and like these labels that want to throw at men that are honestly trying to do their best and have the best intentions but society makes it seem like you're the worst kind and you're doing this you're doing that you're grooming you're you're toxic it's always about you you never want to hear me speak it's all these things like oh you're it's not what you say it's how you're saying it all the time and and i'm like you know what i could sit here and try to be sweet about the truth but regardless you're gonna always be triggered and so all this stuff, you know, even in my last relationships as a man, uh, relationships that I failed in as a man because I didn't hold frame. I wasn't um, understanding where I wanted this relationship to go. I didn't know what I wanted from my woman. I didn't even know what I wanted for myself. And so, like, just being so confused with all these options in the world, the world's telling you to do this. Your parents is trying to tell you to do that. TV's telling you to do this. Um, TV sitcoms are making the dad seem like the dumb one and the and the mother of that TV show. She knows it all. Happy, happy wife, happy life. I was just so confused, and I just started like catching on to myself. I'm like, like man, I noticed like 
I just felt I even felt like my own testosterone levels were going down. I felt like I was becoming less masculine, bro. I felt like I couldn't even be myself. And then until I started like looking into like certain people that I always like to pick parts from to then adapt to myself, like certain characteristics, like, you know, this person might have good communication skills. This other person might have good eye contact when he's speaking, uses good hand movements, um, the way that they work out, the way they think. And the more I started like tapping into my natural masculinity, that's always been within me, but the society and everything was making me feel less than who I should be. You know, we talk about men's mental health and all that stuff, but I started to notice that we don't really care as much as we say we do. I mean, even think about it right now, we're in June and everything's just all about sexuality. It's all about pride, um, the LGBT community, which, you know, I have people that are gay, straight, that I know, trans people that I've met. And now I have nothing for love for those people. You should be able to be what you want to be. But we're so focused on that that we forget about, you know, men's mental health and we say we care about men's mental health, but then when a guy says what he wants, he's insecure. When a guy says that, um, you know, he's trying, like I said earlier, guiding his woman, he's grooming. You know, it's, it's always something that's combative to a man that really has good intentions. So for me, speaking from my experience, like with society and everything, it's, it's just so confusing. You know, movies, TV all this stuff is like it's trying to um demasculate men and i was falling into that and so for me i feel like you know what the fall of men is really what the fall of men is the fall of society and we're seeing it more now than ever you know like the same women or people that would tell me like oh you're being too brutally honest you're you you need to lower your tone or the way you're speaking blah 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 like if somebody were to break into that bar or, or wherever i am talking to that woman you know, they're trying to like, oh, you should be vulnerable. You should be soft. You shouldn't like they try to demasculate men. But the natural guy that I am, if somebody breaks in and tries to like fight you, you're going to say, fuck that vulnerable guy. Like, where's the masculine guy? At? Where's the guy that's not scared of nothing? Right. The one that stands up on his 10 toes. So for me, I feel like that's kind of the fall of men is really society and and men not holding frame and not having structure, not having God, not having a way of how you're supposed to be. Because if, bro, if you don't have God and you don't have no the Bible, the Quran, the way a man should be, then society is telling you what a man is. And if you look at society right now, that's not a type of man you want to be. Exactly. You couldn't have said it any better because I 100% agree. You know, you know, we're in a society where it's like all about like caring on social media. It's all about what 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 can we portray? You know what I mean? Okay, it's. You know, it's it's like you said, it's men's health health month. People don't people don't give a damn about mental health, men's mental health. Let's just be real. From people actually needing help, from people crying out for help. People might be in a, so, like some men might be in a situation where they can't change it. You know, and it's they're in a situation where it's hard, and they might even get made fun of, and they could be at their breaking point. You feel what I'm saying? And and it's just it's sad to see so many people struggling. I think I, what is it? Every sixty seconds. Someone is a male is committing suicide, mm -hmm. you know, and, and the numbers are out there and people still choose to just shoulder shrug it. Mm -hmm. Honestly, we'd rather focus on, you know, Coachella or, or who's dropping the next album or, or other things like other things that aren't of importance. You feel me? And, you know, the farther away us as a nation get away from God, the farther away, you know, 
we are from succeeding as a nation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 sad to see that, you know, the norm here is unlike anywhere else, bro. You know, the United States, like some of the things we worry about here in third world countries, they they look and laugh. They don't understand. They don't even they can't even their brain can't even process some of the things that we complain about. You know? Mm-hmm. So like, you know, us being known as, you know, not only a very violent place, but now, like, look at all the different narratives we have for our nation, you know? And, it, and it's sad to see because, like, growing up, this these, like, a lot of the problems weren't things that we even thought about, bro. You know what I mean? Like, school shootings wasn't even a thought in my head. Like, we didn't, I don't even remember doing a school shooting drill. <clears throat> remember we were doing, like, earthquake drills. Yeah, earthquake. We did earthquake drills. I don't remember one time sitting there, like, Oh, we gotta board up the door because what if then we gotta be in this court? I, I don't remember doing that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, even the the kidnapping thing thing like, like my parents had talks with me, but that wasn't like a thing to that that mm-hmm. they actually like was actually like really really common. Like now, this is really really common for people to get snatched. Yeah, you know, so it's just the 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 it's just the only thing I can explain it as is just. There's just so much evil in this world now, and the standard for being good is just dropping, mm-hmm. and everybody's following the suit, you know. And the only way we can like turn things around is from having talks like this, from starting within yourself. Okay, mm-hmm. hey, I want to be the person that I want, uh, I expect someone else to be, right? Okay, I, I, you know, the person that I needed when I was a child. I want to be the person that that can influence, you know, X, Y, and Z, right? Be exactly who you think you want to be, that you think you can be. Think, be who exactly who you think you can be at the end game mm-hmm. when you have the money, when you have the success, when you have all these things and you think that's when you're going to be the your best self. No, you're at your best self right now. Act like it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it, it starts with us as men. You know, if we really want to change and we really want to address, you know, our mental health and we want to address things, we have to start within ourselves and we got to we got to grind. You know, there's no time to bullshit. Yeah. And even just to add to that, too, I feel like we forget the same thing that we do to men happens to women. It's like a domino effect. If we want to, like, encourage men to be men and be masculine and be men, you should encourage men to be dangerous, like strong. Principled intelligent and they understand like what they want we should encourage that and as a man too you have to self-reflect and talk to your like friends too like if you're going through stuff because i feel like for me i noticed that the best thing i can do if i'm struggling mentally is talk to like my boys talk to you know an uncle a cousin my, my my best friends my father instead of talking maybe to my woman maybe talking to other women to be honest because nobody nobody's really going to understand fully more than another man would because we're all struggling with that stuff and you know we bottle it inside because we don't want to look weak or we don't want to be a burden to some somebody because we know life is going on for other people and i think that's what happens when we try to lower um the way men are to be because you know us as men are made to like you know provide and protect for women and children and honestly, I think as from society's ways too, men has been like programmed to be almost like disposable. 
like going to war, um, sacrificing themselves for their woman or their children. Like we're almost in the Titanic. You hear the story of the Titanic of the men that stayed on the on the sh- on the ship. You know, like whether they wanted to or not. Yeah, whether they wanted to or not, it's like you already knew. It's like you gotta save the children and the women. And to then get to this point of society where we don't even want to encourage men to be men, we want to basically have neutered men. You know, like like you know, have them be vulnerable, have them be be in their emotions all the time. Like that's dangerous. Like. What do you think about like those pedophiles? What do you think about the rapists? What do you think about the school shooters, the domestic violence uh, that men partake in? Th- these are emotional men that you're trying to bring that more of. Like for women, it's fine to be vulnerable and be emotional and even be careless to a certain extent. But as a man, you cannot be like that. You have to be stoic. You have to be able to control your emotions. Any man that cannot control his emotions is a dangerous man. And so I think we forget that. I think. Sometimes we're so like surface level thinking to me, surface level thinking is when you hear something, you get triggered and then you speak from emotion. So it's not like a deep thought for me. If somebody says something that let's say um, I get triggered by or it, or it, you know, strikes a nerve, I never just start talking emotionally. I always like listen to what they said, let the emotion come in, think real quick, take my time. And then address it in a way that my message could be perceived straight to them to where there's no emotion. Because if I also talk with emotion and I'm just always responding based off my feelings, then we're not going to get nowhere. And so I feel like, you know, we need to encourage men to be men. And honestly, I think we need to go back towards the Bible, towards God, because if you if is a man, if a man doesn't have God or religion, I feel like man's religion is his feelings. And that's like a dangerous thing to do for men. Exactly. And it's, 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 it's so dangerous for them not to have that knowledge. Cause like you said, if you're, if you're not, you know, following a path of, of, of God and self-righteousness, then you can fall for anything. You can do anything. Mm-hmm. What is your standard of, of being, being a man, being a good person? You know, you're unpredictable. So, you know, us as men, we have to find, you know, our purpose and we have to find, you know, our purpose that what what God has here for us, you know. And, um, you know, that's going into our next topic of talking about why, you know, men are being, why are men soft? Why nowadays, you know, the average man is, you know, smaller than the average woman. You know, why when I go into the gym, why do I see women <laughs> lifting more weights than some men? I'm not saying all men, you know, but I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, I, I worked at a gym called the Performance Lab and there was women there that I knew was stronger than a, some of the men I knew, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just it's not, and, and it can be, you know, the programming of like how everything's been going, you know, this last 15 years of, you know, making men softer. But at the end of the day. If we was to go to war, who was the first people to call the front lines? You know, if if we were on a boat and like you said, like the Titanic, who's the first to get on them boats? If anyone kicks down the door or if someone is if a woman is slapped in public. And a man did it and you the only man there, who is everybody going to look at? Mm-hmm. They're going to look at you to do something. 
It's only toxic masculinity when it doesn't benefit them. That's the only time. So I think that, you know, you being who you are unapologetically, as long as you're not, you know, doing anybody wrong, harming anybody um, physically, um, I, I, I do believe you should stand on who you are as long as you're aligned with, you know, God's principles. You're mm -hmm. not, you're not physically hurting anybody. Be who you are. Don't, don't, you know, kind of go into the shell because of how somebody else feels about how you are. Your presence can bother somebody just from you being there, just from how you look, just because you have muscles, mm. just because your voice may be deeper than theirs, you know? So you can't cower away for who you are to basically make other people feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, like you got to make sure you're comfortable. You know, you got to make sure that you can naturally be yourself as a man. You know, and, and I'm not saying be a dick, but I'm saying you can be a good person and still, you know, look people in the face and tell them, no, hey, that's 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 not the right decision for me. Hey, actually, I do this. This is my regimen. I you know, I don't need to go out and drink. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do X, Y and Z. I know my routine. I know what I do, whatever it may be like. You can be unapologetically yourself if you like playing video games. And you make money doing that? Cool. Don't let someone's judgment of you get you off of your goals and say you want to be a streamer or say you want to sell real estate. Oh, you're not making any money right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're trying to play football. Oh, like nobody has made it out from this town. There's always going to be people trying to drag you down, mm -hmm. you know, no matter if you're, you know, a guy or a girl. It's, it's someone's always going to be trying to downplay you, but you just got to you you just got to keep pushing and and know that you have to have more faith in yourself than other people have doubt for you, you know? Because if you believe everything that's being kicked back to you, where are you going to get to? But for you, like, what are some things that where you think that men are becoming softer? Where where do you see? Yeah, I, I, I really do feel like, uh, like men are missing a higher purpose other than themselves. You know, I feel like when a man is worshiping him, himself and his feelings and his pleasures and his comfort. Like you see like men fall towards like, you know, pornography, um, movies, TV shows, video games. Um, I mean, always going to go play basketball, like at the park and stuff at a certain age. Like we're constantly always like distracting ourselves. Like we have no mission. We have no purpose. We have no thing that we're trying to get ourselves to. And so then you have food, you have these comfortable foods. You got a woman, you know, your girlfriend, whatever, like you're, you're so deeply in love with that woman that you neglect your body. You neglect everything that you did to get her. And so like all these things are constantly making you soft, like what you're watching, what you're listening to. And what happens is when you're missing God, like you're missing structure, you're missing religion, you're missing principles, you're missing morality. And, and for me, and, and I see that a lot nowadays, even myself, I started falling to certain things before that, you know, you know, thank God I found Islam and and it brought me back to my core of what I felt that I was missing this whole time. Because for me, like I made it through I made it through so much. I made it through my own demons a lot, still going through them, but I'm like pushing through. And I found like the more that I was the more I was getting closer to God, the closer I found Islam. And for me, it was like the just the fact that I can read a book 
whether for you it might be the Bible, for me it's the Quran. Like, you need to have something to structure yourself by, because you need structure. Men need structure. You need structure. With structure becomes discipline. You have something to aim for, and you're doing it for something higher than yourself, higher than how you feel. Like when you're tired, when you're sick, when you don't want to do something. You remind yourself of that ultimate goal that you want to get to, or you think about God and how he's watching. And, you know, God, I truly do believe God doesn't love the lazy. God doesn't love sloth because I feel like that's a choice that you're making. Like, yeah, I could be feeling everything about depression. Yeah, I could be sad. Yeah, I could be tired. But at the end of the day, like when you're doing things for others, there's no reason to stop. Like you have a higher purpose, like. And I don't have to deal with it in a negative way. If I really am hurting and I really am struggling, I could talk to my friends. I could talk to my my dad. And 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 some people might not have that, right? Some people are like, I don't have a friend like that. I don't have a, a dad like that. That's why you need to be that person and influence those around you to then influence them to be what you need. And so that's what I noticed for me. It's like, I don't have this. I don't have that. Well, that's all the reason for you to become that. And I feel like, you know, with that, it'll create stronger men around you and it will remove what society's trying to do, which is like mute men, you know? Like we've been flagged already for posting stuff on TikTok. We can't even talk about what a man is and what a woman is without getting flagged. Like our Instagram pages have been like our social media. I don't know if I was gonna talk to you about that. I guess we'll talk about it now. Like we've been shadow banned. Like I could tell it's like so clear what when we when we used to post a video it will get hundreds of views within minutes already. Now, within one hour, it'll get 18 views. And I noticed when we posted Andrew Tate talking about depression, taking control, when I noticed that we talk about gender roles and traditional roles, when we talk about the truth, we talk about reality, we talk about science. Like, you know, you might not like the science. You might say, well, it's a social construct and stuff like that. But, you know, the, the truth is the truth. The facts are facts. You think when God made genders, he thought, emotionally about it like just because you feel emotionally about a certain thing doesn't mean that we can just change it up because it makes you feel a certain way and you see that nowadays that's how soft we've gotten we're so we're so spoiled that we start complaining about such first world problems like we, we're talking about sexuality we're talking about you said this even though even though it's true you know we can't even tell our own people that hey you're getting fat like you're becoming overweight, like, and I know it's because of the stress of your job. I know because you're not good with yourself. I know it's because you're being distracted with the woman you're with or the man that you're with. You're not taking care of yourself. You're being everything that you don't want to be. And I'm here to tell you the truth, but no, you're more worried about how I'm saying it. So you're, so men are constantly getting told, you know, we care about you, men's mental health, speak up. But then when we speak up, we get we get thrown labels like we basically getting told to like, oh, be quiet. Like this ain't your time or or like, you know, they're, they're kind of trying to like how I said, neuter us, like take away our balls from us, literally. And and to, to see that happen and, and to see what's going on, like you, I don't know if you've seen like those reactional videos where uh, where um, those reactional videos where they'll reenact maybe a guy trying to take a child from a park like hey come on come with me your mom said that she's on her way and and i could take you up and then there'll be some guys that speak up like no you're not gonna do that like uh, do you know him and stuff like that and that's what we should encourage right there's also been a lot of videos where a lot of guys don't say nothing because it's in my business i don't want to get hit 
they're scared and like that's dangerous i feel like i don't think we're aware of the things that we're doing to men we're trying to shut them down toxic masculinity for anything uh when a man has a preference it's insecurity it's always a man's insecure who hurt you it's always that but the reality is like no i just have preferences right and so like the more we keep shutting down men's voices the more we're creating weaker men and you don't want a weak you don't want meek uh i'm sorry you don't want a weak men in society you want strong men because even though strong men are going to protect the women and children and those weak men so yeah i think a lot of things are just making men like uh softer yeah facts 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 and and how do how would you see men being better for their woman or for women in general and this can be for women in their family or the woman that they're with. How can men change this and start to be better for mm-hmm. women? Yeah, I, th- I really do believe it starts with starts with like looking within like your experience that you've had already with the women that you've you've had in your life, and educating yourself on like what you could have done better. I feel like nothing's better that you could do than to study yourself, analyze every outcome of any situation you've had with women if it didn't go the right way or if it didn't go good or you lost frame of yourself you didn't hold your boundaries and stuff like that that's something to take note of and like reading books like the way of superior man reading books like uh, the four agreements educating yourself on like you know psychology of women and and yourself as a man and and how you get when certain things go a certain way like in order for us to as a man you should be trying to reach the the fullest you know optimization of yourself like you should reach like you should want to be the most optimal you can be and sometimes that takes you know drinking more water stop eating this food talking to surround yourself with certain people um, keeping your energy high don't keep draining your energy with with random sex don't drain your energy with pornography don't drain your energy with alcohol don't drain your energy with video games all the time. Like you need to stay active and keep your mind and brain working to keep yourself in the most highest energy to learn to educate yourself on like what women really want. Cause I feel like women, what, what women really want that day is like to love you and to be loved and to feel safe. And I feel like when you could give a woman that, and sometimes, you know, as a man, you're going to be busy. You want to do this. You want to do that. You want to hang out with your boys, which is so critical and you need to, Surround yourself with other men and keep that uh, testosterone levels up, basically. Like, I feel like the more that you're just only with your woman all the time, you get too comfortable and you lose that competitive edge. And like, I feel like, you know, you being competitive, you being, you know, strong-willed, you educating yourself, you have a mentor. Like, I feel like the best thing a man could do is get a mentor. And for me, I never had, like, a mentor as a person I had mentor into like YouTube videos, you know, whether if it was, you know, Malcolm X, um, Cesar Chavez, uh, Muhammad Ali, like a lot of them were like, you know, athletes or activists or even certain music artists like Tupac and stuff like that. Drake to a certain extent, like some of the things that they talk about. But I feel like nothing is a more better uh, example of the best humans on earth that were once here is like the Prophet Muhammad or, or Jesus Christ. Like those are the the best you know humans that I've seen that um, did everything they could to follow God and worship God, and so for me it's like I started learning that 
what more better of a mentor idol you can have and to to see what a man is to be than the bible than the quran like it's literally all in there like like i literally got like the quran on me like and i always try to keep that with me because if i get lost it's funny right like you you could get lost or you're praying and then you you might read in your bible and you 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 you're at the right verse that you needed to hear at that time or if i opened up the quran i i get to the right verse that i felt that i actually needed without even trying to look for it so yeah i think um you need to have a mentor you need to have um i encourage everybody you know like whether if it's christianity jehovah's witness um judaism uh, how you say judaism 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 if that's your thing or um for, you know if you're muslim islam like i feel like you need tap to you need to tap in with god like if you want to heal from you know getting affected all the time with life events and stuff like that that you know you got you got to pick up um the the bible or the quran like whatever it is for you because then all your answers are right there you have a model you have jesus christ you have all the prophets that are in there like these are some of the best men to ever grace the earth that worship god to a high, the highest of the highest level and i feel like with worshiping god like that trickles down because you know worshiping god is being the best man you could be to for women children and other men so mm -hmm. yeah for sure and <clears throat> going back to this to add on to what you said you know you know being a man and and let's just say you're coming up and you you don't know what you want to do yet you don't know you didn't have that you know guidance when you were a child you didn't have that guidance from your parents it's like you know we have so much information that is for free yeah tiktok youtube you know it, anything you want to learn you can learn what do you love if I was young right now, the first thing I would find out is what do I want to make money doing? What do I want to do? Right. What do I what can I wake up out of sleep out of the middle of sleep and do and for free at 5 a.m.? What would I what could I see myself waking up at 5 a.m. every day doing and being happy about it? Mm -hmm. You know, and figuring out how I can monetize that or get get money from that or take care of my family from doing that finding out hey where's my relationship with god where can i improve what whatever faith you are where can i improve where can i be better how can i be the best person that i can possibly be and doing it full force like not wasting time like had you had brought out like not wasting time on the video games everyone's gonna have their thing i get it you know whether if it's video games whether if it's exercising whether if it's sports whatever it is if you love football go full force like go full fledged why why part time do it you know hit the weights skip parties uh uh eat healthy uh go to the camps uh grind work hard do all the things you're supposed to do because you know at the end of the day you can't do it forever if you want to start cutting hair Bro, what's what's one of the ma the main things that you told me off rip if I wanted to learn how to cut hair, bro? It's gonna be consistent. It's gonna be a grind. Start watching these videos. Hey, start watching this. Start watching that. Start watching this. Like it's all the effort you gonna put forth, right? So if if you can find like, okay, I like drawing. Okay, how can I monetize drawing? Okay, woo woo. -woo. Oh, I want. I, I actually like uh, doing. Po I like podcasts. I wanna. I wanna host a podcast. Okay, you know, go and think of a name. 
Okay, or think of you want to do it by yourself or with a partner. Okay, go ahead and make your YouTube. Link your YouTube to your Instagram. Link your Instagram to your TikTok. Post every single day, regardless if it's about your podcast or not, on that page. Get mm -hmm. to a point to where you can hit all your monetization levels on all those platforms. Make an LLC out of it. Now where are you at? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. you, there is ways you can you can do the things that you want to do. You want to be a basketball coach, whatever it may be. Go full fledged. Stop playing with yourself and stop playing with you know your goals and your aspirations or playing with your life, man. You don't yeah. have forever, you know. And you know, I know for me personally, when I was coming up, like, bro, I was nine years old. I knew I wanted to play in the NFL. I seen my first NFL game at nine years old, bro. I already knew. I seen the Raiders play. I already knew what I wanted to do, bro. And I grinded and grinded and grinded. And no matter how many times people tell me I was too small, you know, nobody makes out of Manteca or, or hey, we haven't won this long in Manteca. We can't win sections. Oh, MJC, hey, we haven't won, you know, conference in I don't know how many years. Uh, they they don't think we, we have a good enough team to do it. Oh, you go to Lamar. Lamar has never won. We've never made playoffs. You know, mm -hmm. hey, no one's from Antigua ever got out to play professional ball. It's like everything in my life has been, you know, people telling me I can't do it. You know, why can't I start a podcast? You know, mm -hmm. why can't I play pro ball? Why can't I do X, Y, and Z? You know, I have the mentality where it's like I'm going to do it regardless. I knew at age nine you can't tell me shit about what I want to do because I already know. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, whatever you want to do, okay, cool. Hey, hey if you want to be an artist, that's cool. I know what I want to do. You can't tell me what you expect from me. Well, I can see you as a police officer, or I see myself as a football player. Hey, what's your plan B? There is no plan B. I'm confident in plan A. That's a distraction. B, C, and D, that's all distractions. So go full-fledged at what you want to do, man. And and once you monetize and you get your, your, your shit together and you get to where you want to be and you knocking down your goals, make more goals and then knock those out. You feel mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But to transition to our next topic, you know, that's enough about talking about men. Let's talk about women. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the the standard for women nowadays has changed. You know, the average women that we do see and, you know, the behaviors that we do see, I mean, it's it's not their fault. It's what, you know, has been presented to them in, you know, society. So how do you think, in your opinion, women can be better for men I feel like the way like women could be better for men is like knowing that um, the best way you're going to know what a man wants is by talking to a man, not your girlfriends that are single, not your girlfriends that can't keep a relationship at all. Like, I, th I feel like some of the worst advice that women get are from women about men. And I feel like sometimes, you know, it's hard too. sadly, just like for our reality, there's not a lot of. Sometimes some of the encounters that we have is not with the best women. And sometimes women, they don't have the best encounters with the best men. And so that's why it's such a rarity to try to get find the right man. Like sometimes women settle or, or you know, you think you have the right man. And, you know, at the beginning of the dating, everything seems perfect. And then this guy is really not who he says he is. And, and so it's always conflicting. So and that's why I feel like with God, it shows you the type of man that you should want. Like, so you're reading the Bible, you're reading the Quran, like, you know, ideally on there, you see some of the best men kind of go through, like, I mean, have biblical principles. 
And that's the one thing I, I, I didn't know about myself, too. Like, you know, like you kind of brought up to me when you said Christianity at first, just because my morals, my principles, the way I, I would handle things, the way I would speak. And this whole time, I never even knew. I never even thought about it. It made sense, right? Like a lot, a lot of these morals and principles are in the Bible or in the Quran. Like, but I didn't know that. I, I just, you know, naturally just maybe seen examples of good men and seen how they were. And I would adapt these to myself. And so for women, I feel like, you know, you, you, your goal should be to find the best man that you can be that can take care of you, provide for you, protect, uh, protect you. And it starts by not giving access to just anybody. Well, just because a man likes your photos, like that's enough for you to want to have sex with him. Just because a man like has uh, some gold chains on or a car, like that's the man you want to have sex with, like. You know, by all means, I'm not here to judge. You know, you could do whatever the hell you want to do, but then don't get, you know, upset when that one man that, you know, has a gold car, I mean, has a car, has a gold chains, wants to be with multiple women, and you're not up for that. Like, sometimes, like, you got to um, be very mindful of, like, you got to know what a man wants. What a man wants, like, I can speak for me, right? For me, like, the type of woman that I would, you know, really, really want to look at having a life with is, is a woman that wants to be my peace. Understand that as a man, like t 10 times out of 10, like he's willing to die for you if he really cares for you and loves you. And, you know, that's a different type of energy when you really think about it, right? It's a different type of perspective. Like, you know, as a man, you have different type of pressures. You have different type of stress. Like when you when you think about making money as a man, like you think about making money for your whole family, like setting them up for life. Your girl don't got to work no more. Uh, <clears throat> your girl don't got to work no more. None of the women in your life don't got to work no more. When at least for me speaking, like when I think about having um, obtaining of money, I think about like creating freedom within my, my family. And sometimes a lot of women, they think for themselves when they get a lot of money, it's like to separate themselves from, I don't need a man. I'm independent. I got a career. I got a job. Why would I need a man? And that's why you end up 35 at the bar at the end and you have to wait in line to get a drink. And then that's when you realize like these antidepressants ain't working. And that's just the harsh truth. Right. And like, I might get some slack for that, but I feel like sometimes a lot of women need to hear that. Like as a woman, I feel like you should be trying to look for the right man instantly like the moment you become of age of like you know 19 20 um if you find the right man and he's a good man like do everything you can to keep him you know it's easy to get a man but then to maintain a man the same thing as a man too it's easy to get a woman but can you maintain the woman especially if it's like the right person so because you don't want to wait when it's too late and then you start you know telling yourself that oh, I, I don't really want a man i don't really want to have kids when in reality you just can't like you just you, you surpass your value. I think sadly, I mean, this is not going to sound good, but as a man, my, a lot of my woman's value is at first is her looks, her appearance, the way she looks. And then also with that, as the type of man that I am, that is not enough no more. Like you can be a 10 out of 10, but nowadays I'd rather have a, a seven and a half. If that seven and a half is not the top model looking, you know, but she is still beautiful and she has a great personality. She's trying to do everything to take care of me. And it's always about me. She's in love with me. She wants to make sure I'm good because she knows that I am trying to do my best for all of us. 
then that's a woman that I really want. Not the 10 out of 10 that's all about social media. It's all about the way she looks in the eyes of other people. Um, it's always a signaling to other people about like, look at me, look how happy I am when inside they're like sad and stuff. And it's all about attention seeking. Like you can keep that. I don't want that type of woman, honestly, only insecure guys or I'm sorry. Not, I want to, I mean, they end up being insecure, but usually the guys that want the 10 out of 10 are the ones that just either want to have sex with you, which that's, that's fine if that's what it is. But those guys also like, they don't even know what they want. They just, so she looks good. I'll, I'm going to do everything for her. And then their life is miserable because you, you like her more than she likes you. And so to, to kind of like summarize it, I feel like, you know, for a woman, you should be everything that that man needs you to be. Now you need to try to find that right man. And I feel like, you know, biblically, that's the way you should go about it. Like a man that's a, that's of God, or he's trying to get closer to God because his purpose is higher than his feelings or his temptations. And that's a man that you want to get behind because that's a real leader. He's trying to be a leader, not trying to be a, a follower and take pictures with celebrities and stuff. Like he wants to be the one that people take pictures with him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Facts, facts, man. Cause you see, you hit a lot of things on the head and, and one of the things that, you know, I think is important is, is, is preserving your temple you know some women don't even realize how valuable you have the number one job in society you give birth and you are a mother mm. there's nothing more important yeah right you guys are controlling you guys are in full control of what you are producing and putting out there i'm not saying men don't don't have that same you know i would say you know weight on the shoulders but you guys give birth. It's important what you guys are putting into your body, how you take care of your body. These things can affect your child's birth, your child's health, your child's everything, mm -hmm. you know? So when I look at some people and I'm just like, or some women, I'm like, man, you know, I used to personal train. So when I look at some women, I'm like, dang, like if you would just take your, your fitness serious or your health serious, you know, mm -hmm. you wouldn't have a lot of problems. You wouldn't have back pain. You wouldn't have the knee pain. You wouldn't have, you know, pregnancy problems. You wouldn't have all these different issues that could have been prevented. Mm -hmm. You know, do you want to wait until it's too late to, you know, try to correct things? Mm -hmm. And that's usually the mentality of a lot of people. Yeah. Say, wait till it's too late to try to have a life change fix. Mm -hmm. You know, people are waiting until they get diabetes to change what they eat. You feel what I'm saying? So I just think, number one, you know, you should take care of your body for sure. Take care of you and make sure you're good physically and as a person. I'm not talking about financially. I'm not talking about go to college for 10 years and then figure out your family later. Mm. No, I'm telling you to get your body right. And no one's telling you to be skinny, but get your body right. Get to a healthy balance. Figure out what type of person you want to be. What's healthy? What do you need? What's your, you know, love language? What do you need from your man? Actually, no, like, even write it down, right? And then when you find someone who genuinely loves, likes you and loves you and you feel like they can protect and provide for you, and that's not just financially, you know, a lot of people think just because someone has finances that they're going to do all the other things, you know? That man can beat you. That man can, you know, it, it's all different types of things that could happen. But mm -hmm. 
you know, of course, having finances, it, 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 it is um, a, a factor into it. But mm -hmm. so finding someone who loves you for you, wants the best for you, and you can see a future with, you should do everything in your, your, your power to, to keep that man, to build with that man. And it might be your high school sweetheart. Mm -hmm. You know, it might be someone you, you meet. At, while you're at Target, you know, you never know. But if it's somebody who has a genuine interest in you and is taking you serious and are doing the things necessarily necessary to make your relationship work, why is it a problem for you to show love back to this person or to pursue this person? Or why are you not taking this person serious? Mm. You know, find someone who is going to treat you like a queen. Right. And someone that you can trust his guidance and trust him from, you know, obviously his, his own resume, things that he is, how does he stand? What, where does he stand as a man, you know, and build with that person. You don't need the, the, the million dollar man who has a hundred million dollar options, this unrealistic ideal of the man that you want. Or oh, I want a man that's going to make six figures. Body is phenomenal. X, Y, and Z, right? Doesn't cheat, loyal, yada, yada. The odds of the man that you want is less than a percent. Mm -hmm. It's less than half of a percent. So let's just be realistic, you mm -hmm. know? Because it is such thing as having too high of standards. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, that is true. You got you to gotta be real. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's like me saying, oh, I, I want Beyonce. <laughs> I'm going to get Beyonce. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not realistic. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. find someone you really can build with and you can you know, grow with and you can build a life with, you know, you know, and to add to that too, what do you think? Do you think a man wants a boss, babe? No, I'm just going to be real. No. You know what I mean? What you, you feel like, Oh, I don't need a man. I'm independent. I'm this, this and that. That's cool and all, but why am I here? Yeah. You feel me? Why? Okay. If you don't need me, like at any time we get into an argument, that's the first thing that's going to come up to come out of your mouth. What, what's the point? What's mm -hmm. the point of me pursuing you? Where is the feminine energy? That's not feminine energy. No. You no, feel what I'm saying? Not. Like I, like the the loud mouth, you know, the uh, problematic, you know. I'm not saying that that like you're not going to argue with your girl. Yeah, you're going to argue. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Naturally, like the masculine is going to be irritated or or it's going to conflict with, you know, the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. Naturally, right? But you you can't fall into how do I say this? You can't fall into like this, this, this mentality of like, you don't need someone. You're this, you're that. And then, like you said, 35 at the bar and you're wondering why no one's coming up and talking to you. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's, you don't want to find out. You want to find out now, you know? And I, I was watching an interview the other day and this, this lady was crying because she was like, I was sold this dream by, you know, people who women, her friends who led her down that path. Mm -hmm. You know, she doesn't need anyone. She's successful. You know, if he's not, you know, conforming to her, then, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, it's dead. Right. And now she's 37 with a child, no husband. She has no help. And she wants to help. She wants to get married, but it's too late. Yeah. You know, you don't want to be in that situation. So find someone you can build with a good man that's going to treat you right. That's going to protect and provide for you. And right off into the sunset. I don't see the problem in that. I think, you know, what do you think about this, too? Like, let me share this a little bit. I feel like sometimes women get confused of what they think a man wants because they're flaunting, like, you know, I got a career, I got money, right? But then it's like, as a man that is understanding of where he wants to go or that has that or this, that's um, 
obtaining of all these things that you think a man would want. Like no man wants like for me, like I don't care about like if you're my woman or if you're a girl that I'm attracted to, I don't care about how much money you got because ideally that's usually the woman's money. You know, I'm not going to ask, can I borrow some or can you buy me stuff? Like, I'm not going to ask for that as a man, you know, but as a man myself, if I have money, I'm going to buy you things. I want to do that for you. Right. I'm not expecting you to even ask me for anything. For anything. I'm going to do that naturally. As a man, I don't care about your job because you know what I'm thinking of? Is she nice? Can I bring her around my mom? Cause she have good relationships with my sisters. Can I leave her in the room? with my friends and trust her and trust my friends. Is she going to be a good wife? Is she going to take care of the kids? Could she be a good mother? Could she clean? Could she organize? Can she cook? You know, I'm not thinking what's her job and how much money she's making. I don't care about none of that. But sometimes I think women don't understand that there, there's going to be certain men that might want that and they might be, Stop. I mean, a gold digger, you know what I'm saying? Like an opportunist type of guy that's lazy, that um, wants to stay at home and stuff like that. Teach his own. But like, you know, you might be trying to get a, a male that wants a mom. And for me, like, you know, for you, I don't know if you've heard this before. Like, even me, I'm a man, right? But like, I want my woman to cook, clean and take care of the kids. And people will be like, oh, you want a mother. No, I want a wife. That's exactly what I want. That's what I'm always been trying to look for. But, you know, society and stuff like that and their own friends, their, their own girlfriends get in the way and and mess up with their mind. And that's one thing I learned about Islam is when, you know, two partners that are, that are married, that are having issues, um, the families actually get involved. And it's to make sure that they don't divorce. It's all about fixing the problem. And leaving the situation better than it was before. Nowadays, when women have problems with their men, they go to their friends. And those same women that are single, cat ladies. By the way, I'm not saying nothing about cat ladies. But, like, you know, they drink wine by themselves all the time. They're always depressed. They're on antidepressants. They're, they're always pessimistic. They're always complaining about life. These are the women that you're going to take advice from. The same ones are going to be like, you don't need him, you know, like come with us, come to the bar, come to the club. He ain't shit anyways. But yeah, you know, this is a good man, but then you let that poison get into your head and then you lose a good man. And then five years later, you think about the one that always got away. Ten years later, it's always that one guy that got away. And so I feel like sometimes the worst advice women get about men is their own girlfriend. And so you have to be worried about that, too, because I mean, th I mean, can, like, what do you think about that? Like. You know, when you're looking at a woman, right, like they might think that they they're still focused on the career, the money. Right. But for you, like, what are you looking for in a woman that that um, you're truly looking at? Like, what are you looking at? So I, I want somebody who's, who's going to be selfless, honestly, because I want the same energy you're going to give me as what you're going to give to our kids. You know, so if you're verbally abusive to me, if you're constantly thinking of yourself, if you're constantly, you know, yelling, screaming, combative whatever it may be, you're not going to listen to our children. You're not going to care about how they feel when you want to go to the mall or when you want to go to the bar. You're going to drop them off at your mom's house. Or you're going to – exactly what you're, what you're portraying to me is what you're going to do. So I think of it like when I'm looking for a woman, it's like the things I don't have to ask for. Mm -hmm. You know, 
Like if we go to somewhere and I'm not saying I'm looking for a maid or a cook or anything like that. But when I go, when we go somewhere, me not having to say anything, we walk into the cookout. Right. Mm -hmm. And you go make me a plate instantly. Mm -hmm. That's the small things. Or we're sitting there watching a movie and you naturally just start giving me a massage. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes I might give you a massage. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes, you know, you know, if we're we're out and, you know, let's just say, you know, uh, for example, we're out and we're at dinner and even something as small as offering to pay. I know I'm going to pay it's, it's something as simple as you offering to pay mm -hmm. or actually like us talking about goals, our aspirations. I don't care what you do for a living. What goals do we have? Okay, we want to get a house. How are we going to do it? I'm going to come up with a plan. Okay, we can do the X, Y, and Z. We can build together. You know, I don't, yeah, like you said, it doesn't matter what you make, but how are we going to build? How are we going to provide for our kids? Mm -hmm. What, okay, you might work at McDonald's. Okay, what are your plans? You know, you want to be a nail tech? You want to do hair? You want to do X, Y, and Z? Okay, how can we get you there? You know, how can we get you to perform at the maximum level of performing so we can build the life that we want to live, mm -hmm. you know, so we can get the house in the two years, three years. You know, I look for someone who obviously is intelligent, someone who is selfless, someone who who is, you know, feminine and does bask in their femininity. Um, someone who is going to be obviously a great mother, you know, because you, you don't want to do your kids like that. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, those things are so attractive to me, especially the selfless part, you mm -hmm. know, something as simple as like, Hey, like I'm outside. I got us some food or I can't, I, you come the, you know, say you have a woman, she comes over, she brings food without you having to say anything. Hey, I know this is your favorite. Woo -woo. Let, let's grab and watch some Netflix or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. You know, those things influence you as a man to do the, the utmost for your woman. Mm -hmm. And you know, like, damn, she's looking out for me. Like I didn't even have to say nothing. I didn't even have to do nothing. She's, you know, she's doing X, Y, and Z for me. Like, that's what's going to make you love that woman. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So I think that's so valuable and that's so lost in today. It's very rare that you find somebody like that. Mm -hmm. I feel like a good example, too, is like uh, like the woman in your life that um, it could be your grandma, auntie, your own mom, whatever, sister. Like, when you guys have, like, a family get-together and, and you always see that one woman that's, like, handing out the plates to everybody that she might she might have made the meal and she don't serve herself to the end like she gives mm -hmm. make sure everybody's eating and then she starts eating at the end mm -hmm. and she's happy doing that you know some people like be like oh no like that's that's dumb why would she do that maybe she's not happy you think that like what you think somebody who does that does that is not happy they're doing it because they're selfless because it's not all about you mm -hmm. that's what that's what I, I like how you said that though selfless is a good one because i want a woman that's doing things that's bigger than herself just like as a man you should always do things that's bigger than yourself if it's all about you and how you feel like i don't want nothing to do with you because it's always about me 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 and it's not about the kids it's not about me it's not about god it's not about your parents it's not about the future it's always about your feelings oh i i, I plan this girl's trip in june anyway i'm just gonna drop the kids off. i know you're working but i'm i'm gonna drop the kids off. i i have to go like my friends are going yeah, yeah yeah you have kids yeah you still worried about what you trying to you trying to keep up with the kardashians like come on now like <laughs> you have a family yeah. what comes first and mm -hmm. it's people that really sit there and negotiate in their head like okay should i should i go should i go do i'm not saying don't have fun with yeah. your family or you can't have fun but i'm just saying like 
things come first when you're a mother. Things come first when you're in a relationship. Mm -hmm. If you want to move a certain way, just be single. Like you don't like you don't have to be in a relationship. And I feel mm -hmm. like in a lot of ways, a lot of people get in relationships and want to do the exact same thing they were doing when they're single. What's the point? Mm -hmm. When you can just do your own thing. But right. you know, some people want their cake and to eat it too, or they want to have someone fill that void. And then when the better option comes, they're out the door. You know what I mean? And and I, I think, you know, what we were talking about earlier, hypergamy is real. You know, hey, this man has more money. You might go with that man thinking like, okay, he has the cars, the jewels, the, the chain. And then what happens? Oh, he doesn't treat me as good as this mm -hmm. man, the man I did have. Mm -hmm. And now what's the value of you going back to that man? That might not even take you back. That might have already moved on. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not going to be the same. I know for me, like, if you leave me and choose up, mm -hmm. there is no chance of you coming back. I'm sorry. There's there is a zero percent chance. Yeah, because you won't even respect that man if he takes you back. Yeah, you like, might want that man. You like, oh, I wish he takes me back or whatever. He might, and you might be happy at the moment that he took mm -hmm. you back. But that's a recipe for disaster. You don't have respect for that man, exactly. and that guy don't have no respect for himself. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like why? Like there is no way. I know for a fact. I don't even gotta ask you. I know for a fact. Oh, you absolutely. Like, Hell no. Nah. <laughs> you better keep it moving, girl. What? <laughs> like you go. You gonna go? Especially if you're going having sex with another man and then trying to come back or you'll see like the things like the videos where, you know, the gold digger uh, pranks mm -hmm. where the girl mm. will be dating the dude. Right. I seen this one. At, this girl was at a gas station, right? In the car with her boyfriend. Right. Mm -hmm. He's pumping the gas. She, she went inside to get some food. She came out. Dude tried to holler at her. She's like, ah, nah, nah, nah. Right. So the dude's pumping the gas. His, her, her man's pumping the gas. The dude is like, all right, cool. You know, you got your boyfriend. That's my bad. He walks over to Corvette. The girl gets out the car and walks over there. And the dude pumping the gas, her boyfriend pumping the gas, looks at her like, yo, what you, what you on? And she was just like, she starts talking to the dude. The dude's mic'd up. So the dude with the Corvette. So she was like, uh, hey, like, like we're, you were trying to get my number or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, ain't that your boyfriend? She's like, no, that's my friend. And And the dude in the car was like, Oh, I'm your friend? He's like, oh, for real? Dang. She's like, she's like, I already told you. And he's like, all right, bet. So he gets in his car. Mm -hmm. The dude in the Corvette, because this is an experience, yeah. experiment. The dude in the Corvette is like, like, oh yeah, woo, woo, so I can get your number now. He's like, she's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, oh, you know, I don't like what you just did, like with your, you know, now that I have my Corvette, you see me come over to my court. Now you want to talk to me. Like, he's like, I don't, I don't mess with gold digger. So he gets in his car, right? He's like, should I drive off? Should I drive off? So <laughs> her boyfriend, she goes back to her boyfriend's car. Uh -huh. He drives off. Yep. She goes back to the and other car. Should. The dude in the Corvette drives off. No. So she just covers her face and she's laughing too. So she covers her face and starts walking in the gas station. And it's just like, damn. That's embarrassing. Now look at the predicament you put yourself in. It, yes, I'm saying. And like both guys know. Like, I see, you know, the boyfriend knows, like, yeah, never again. And knows, like, your the cards have been shown. And then the, also the rich guy knows, too. Like, this is a dangerous woman, too. Like, you mm -hmm. know, you don't want to involve yourself with somebody like that. Because somebody going to have something nicer than a Corvette. Then what's going to happen? Yeah. Why would you invest into the, 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 mo the, the, the most damaging thing a man can do is pick the wrong partner? That can destroy you, bro. It drain you. That can drain you. It could destroy you. It can make you crash out because you've fallen deeply in the love with this person that might not even care about you. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that it can't happen vice versa, but I'm saying for men, like it really, it really can happen to you. You know, like a lot of situations where, you know, people go to jail, maybe even commit suicide, you know, do things that are out of their character. It has to do with, you know, their relationships, you mm. know, and it, it's so preventable. if people had the right mindset, you know, but. I kind of want to transition to this next topic, you know, and I want us to talk a little bit about, you know, our job as men, you know, and and why it's so critical for us to protect the women and children. Mm -hmm. Why is it so critical for us to be as men, be dangerous, be, as they say, toxically masculine, because I, I think of it as, you know. You want to have the the capacity if it presents itself like someone kicks down your door or someone does present danger to you you can handle it you feel what i'm saying Mm -hmm. you always want to think like those things won't happen you always want to hope those things won't happen but if it does you know the switch to turn on yeah you feel me and if as a man you don't have that switch or know something it's kind of like you're in a point where you're vulnerable and you're almost as if you're a woman Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so you're telling mm-hmm. me someone is going to put their hands on your woman and you're just going to watch or you're not going to do anything or someone's going to kick down your door and you're going to tell your wife, like, go check on that. Or you guys are both going to sit in bed scared. No, you as a man, you got to get up. Damn. You know, you got kids, you got a wife, you got to get up and you got to go down there and handle that. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless, like you, you know, regardless if you're scared or not, it's just certain things that you have to do as a man. Yeah. You know, we go to war like. It's certain things, men on the front lines, regardless, Mm -hmm. Titanic, you got to stay back. You got to let your wife and your child go. They got to live on. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? So it's certain standards that, you know, have always been set in stone for men all throughout history. Mm -hmm. Going to war. Everyone in the village is going. Everyone in the the, 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 the civilizations are going, right? But these women have a big obligation to to care for these and nurture these these children, mm-hmm. these the, the next generation, you know. And we have to, you know, we have to fight and and protect for the people that we love. So w- for you, like our job as men, what do you feel, you know, about our job at to protect and provide for our our children? Yeah, I heard it in a clip on Instagram. I'm not sure it's from The Godfather or Bronx Tale. I don't know what movie this was from. But you've seen it, I believe, too. It's like, you know, women and children can be careless. And when I think about that, I think it's because they're vulnerable. Like, you know, for me, I have a good experience with women. You know, had, you know, children all around me, whether if it's my sisters, you know, cousins, you know, my friends, their kids and stuff like that, or nieces and nephews, like, one thing you notice that is that like they're vulnerable, you know, like me as a man, I'm so much stronger than a lot of women and children are, are so innocent too. And I feel like women are innocent too. And as a man, you, your, your thinking process is very complex. Like for me, I don't know if you're like me, bro, but I think you are. I think we've talked about this from time to time. It's like our mind is always thinking of scenarios. The worst thing that can possibly happen. I'm like preparing myself mm-hmm. like, hey, if something pops off, 
Like, I'll, I'll duck this way, put my left leg to the back. You know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to position myself to, like, th- throw a left hook or something. Why you do that, face? Bro, Hold you on. did not have Pause. to say it like that. Come on, let me finish, I'm gonna, bro. I'm going to duck my leg to the left and, you know. And throw I'm a just, left hook. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, left hook. okay, okay, good. But yeah. um, You softball? Yeah, that's oh, my okay. natural stance. Okay. But, like, that's what I was saying. It's kind of like you understand the reality of, like, the women and children are so vulnerable. Like, they're, like, like this This is a joke, but have you ever thrown, like, a ball to your woman and try to see her catch it? <laughs> I mean that with all respect. We're getting canceled, I know. Bro. We're about to get canceled so hard, You ever bro? just threw a football at a child <laughs> or hit him in the face? Like, when you really think about that, it's because we play sports, you know what I'm saying? I think the best thing you could do for uh, for for ch- for children, especially boys, is put them into sports. I think that's the even. I think that's the greatest gift that I was able to do is just even being, you know, being coachable, you know, going through the motions, getting yelled at, you know, getting told to go run a lap if you didn't do something, you know, getting exposed on film, like all the shame, guilt, all that stuff, and like the way you think and the way you process um, your eye, hand, eye movements. You notice that like I can't speak for all men. There's some men that just they're just not um. They have no uh, eye-hand-eye coordination at all. Like, they're just, like, you know, uh, Bambies all over the place. Like, they really just can't control themselves. They can't even walk still. I mean, they can't even walk right. They can't even stand still. And uh, when you when you really think about that is, like, you know, women and children are very vulnerable, very innocent, and not the strongest. And so you knowing that is, like, that's the whole reason why, like, you're made to protect women and children. And I, I'm not really sure if, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know if that's in the Bible or the Quran. But uh, yeah, I feel like yeah, we, we are here created to like protect women and children. Like even in our DNA, like honestly, I, I don't really need to know a woman to protect a woman if I see like domestic violence going on, because I'm not gonna sit there and just let that happen in front of my eyes. And I've had scenarios where I had people with me too that I had stopped like some domestic violence before. I stepped in. I was like, you're not gonna look. I was like, whatever y'all do at home is whatever y'all do at home. But y'all not going to just do this in front of me. I'm supposed to just sit here and watch. Like, you know, because as a man, you're so much stronger than a woman. And I strongly do believe, like, no matter what the woman is doing, even if she's swinging at you, even though she hits you, you should never strike a woman. But that's me saying that. There's some men that are going to give you that equality that you want and is going to punch you straight in the face. And you're going to feel that difference. And so as a woman, you have to be mindful and be careful of that type of stuff, too. Because not every man can control themselves. And for me, I have a lot of emotional control. I understand my power. If I if I even push a woman, that's just even crazy to think. Like, they could easily just fall to the ground. And so, like, just understand the reality of, like, you're stronger than a majority of women. And, you know, children have no idea what's going on. They're just curious little kids walking all over the place. Like, it is your job to, like, step in and protect a, a child from getting kidnapped. A woman, you know, um, getting harassed. You know, I feel like you gotta step in and and protect them, even though they might not be in the right place, even though they might be petty. I feel like, you know, it's your job to like help protect these like children and, and um, women. So, yeah, I feel like um, just understand the reality of like the biological factors, and if you're the guy that's capable of doing it, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And going back to what you said uh, earlier about, you know, the the child 
in the in the playground. Yeah. And he's obviously being taken by somebody because I know you, you, the experiment you're talking about mm-hmm. when the mom walks away and then there's a dude that comes up and says, "Hey, come with me." Your mom said it's okay. Mm-hmm. I seen that experiment too, and it's like they're. they're crazy because you have children the men are there with their children too they will look that's none of my business and just let it happen mm. you know and and i think that's the type of society that we're living in it's like you have to do something mm. fuck all the nice guys none of my business you have to do something mm. it's in you there's a voice in you screaming to do certain things they mm. like bro if i don't work out bro there's a voice inside my head that's telling me like motherfucker, you didn't get better today you need to do something you got to do something. And those instances when your gut is telling you, you have to do something, bro. Right. So, you know, and, and I think that that is our, our nature as as masculine men. Mm-hmm. You know, you're right, though. You have, like, that voice in you that's telling you, like, hey, do something or, hey, speak up. But then it's like, you know, because of what you went through as a child or because you're so focused on how you feel and not what's right. You're more focused on what's better or worse or like, you know, I don't want to get embarrassed or I don't want to end up on World Star or something like that. Like you have to take a chance. You got to take a risk. You got to like stand for what's right. But if you don't stand for for something, you fall for anything. It's always about you and and you're scared. And you think like even those who step up, those who get in the ring, those who get to, you know, fight champions like you think they're not scared. You think they're not nervous. Like you're going to have these same emotions whether you do it or not. So it's kind of like why why not just go through it and and uh, f- face the challenge head on? Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Okay, so I, I kind of want to transition into this next topic. Um, I think this is a good one for for us, um, especially for me, considering all the stuff that I've been through in these last three weeks. You know, and stuff you've been through this whole year. You know, we've we've both in this last year and some change mm. have been through like life changing events. You know, and it's it's real. You know, I I. I I feel like all the trials and tribulations that we've been through have, have improved us as men. Um, you know, I know, you know, once my, you know, my dad had the stroke, um, for those who don't know, like, you know, I was, you know, playing, playing ball out in the Bay area and got word. I got a call that, you know, my dad had a stroke and he was in the hospital. So I, you know, darted out there right after my game. This is right after the game. And, you know, I went to go see him and, you know, he was he was pretty messed up. You know, he was sleeping. It was it was like surreal because this is a fully functional 61 year old. You know, he's pretty strong, strong grizzly bear. You know what I mean? Like he's he, 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 real kind dude, but he was super self-sufficient. You know, you know, my mm-hmm. dad. And to see him in the moment where it was like not having control over his left side of his body. It was just, it took a mental toll on me, you know, and mm-hmm. ever since it was something when that happened, it was just something that clicked in my head and was just like, it's go time. Like I, like, like there is no, you know, you know, he doesn't have anybody else. There is no, oh, like, you know, you know, football comes first. I'll, I'll be back. You know, no, I was there every day at the hospital and I was making, I was making calls to the doctors. I was making calls to get him transferred out to, you know, Modesto where we live. I was, you know putting stuff in motion to move back with them. Bro, I dropped everything. I dropped everything. I went back to Modesto. I moved back there when he got transferred to Modesto and was staying in that hospital. Bro, I was there every day with him, every day for hours and hours on end, making sure everything's good, helping him file for disability, helping him, 
you know, make sure things are okay, making sure he has all his phones and his stuff and, you know, he has clean clothes, um, making sure his apartment was good, taking care of his cars, bro. Like, I, it was just something mentally, I know you kind of talked about that when the things happened with Selena, mm -hmm. where it was just a mode where you got into it. You don't have time to feel how you feel in that moment. It was just like, you gotta, you gotta grind. You gotta do what needs to be done. And I'm still in that moment. I still haven't felt my emotions for what was going on because I'm still in it. You feel what I'm saying? Even though, you know, he's just got released after a month and he's home now. You know, I still have to cook for him. I cook mm -hmm. all his meals. I still have to clean. I still have to make sure he can get to and from the bathroom, make sure you know, he's exercising, make sure he's doing the right things. So, you know, something I want to get into is like, you know, you know, there's no such thing as being tired when you have goals, when you have a, a family that's not where they want to be, you know, when you have aspirations, like there's no such thing. You can't be tired. You can't be in your emotions when these things are going on, because at the end of the day, as men, we don't have time to to think about how we feel. We don't have time to to dwindle on like, you know, oh, I'm, I'm sad about today or, or I'm sad that my dad had a stroke. Dang, what if he dies? What if this happens? What if that happens? I don't have time to think about this shit, mm -hmm. you know? Oh, like, okay, this happened? Okay, I need to make sure, you know, someone goes and gets his car. I need to make sure, you know, the bills are paid. I need to make sure financially he's good. I need to make sure, you know, the right things are set up when he comes home. I need to make sure, you know, X, Y, and Z is accomplished. I don't have time to sit here and you know, oh, I'm going to, I'm, you know, I'm tired, pop. I'm, I'm not going to stay at the hospital, hospital with you as long as I possibly can. I'm going to go home and rest. You know what I mean? No, I got to get shit done. Mm -hmm. And in the same sense, I, I know, I, I remember when all that stuff was happening with, with Selena mm -hmm. and you were going through all that, bro. Can you tell me a little bit about what was going on and then tap into a little bit of like, there's no time to be tired when all these things are going on. One thing I learned by like going through all that stuff is the only people who could relate to that is the ones who's gone through it. Like some people will be like, you got to feel your emotions. You got to be vulnerable. Like that's very like easy to say and very ignorant because you haven't gone through some because you're not the type of person that's going to like take care of stuff that needs to be done. You, either your dad's doing it or somebody else is doing it. You're just kind of like, you know, on the bench, you're doing what um, you think should be said and. You know, being that type of person that's going to, you know, step up to the plate and you don't have time to sit there and and think about how you feel. You're, you're kind of going through those emotions and you're feeling them like you, you're you're sad, you're tired, you're upset. This is an inconvenience, you know, but then I noticed, you know, when when when, when something happens and it, it's a catastrophic accident and that person is not even conscious to be able to take care of you know like you know the moment that a person is not functional for a day two three days a week whatever whether if it's a car accident a stroke a heart attack you then become like the caretaker and that person you you might not even be the only family member but you're the one that's going to step up and do something about it because you know like man if i don't do it i don't think nobody's going to do it and maybe there is but you know for me it's like you know we could sit here and be like, oh, I should have, could have, would have. But if you're not doing nothing and it's all about actions, not about words. And, you know, there is no time to be going through your emotions when things got to get done. You got to call this person. 
you got to drive to this location. This person has a job that you have to call and check in, let them even know what happened. What paperwork do I have to fill out so they don't lose their job? How can that person still get paid? You know, what are the bills? Can I, oh, I have to, how many bills do they have? Oh, they got credit cards. You know, you got to try to look in their notes. That person's not even conscious. You got to ho hopefully find a notebook. Like you're over here just trying to find things to make sure that when this person, you know, comes back to consciousness that you took care of them while they were gone. And when they come back, all they're focused on is healing instead of focusing on the bills or this and that. It's like the best thing you could do for somebody that has like a catastrophic accident that you care or that you're looking out for is making sure that their whole focus is just healing. Don't stress about nothing. I got it. And because you're capable of it and some people fold, some people, you know, they freeze up. Some people don't know what to do, but I feel like these are the type of people that I talk about that you're so focused on yourself. It's all about you. It's all about what you don't have. It's all about what you want, your desires, your pleasures, the inconveniency of like, Oh, I don't get to work on this and stuff like that. It's, it's, that's a terrible life to live. And, you know, I used to think that, um, Oh, you should focus on yourself. You should, it's all about you. You know, it's time, it's time to be selfish. I thought, I thought that was the real thing to do. Like, you know, it's time to take care of me now. Right. I, I realize that's the worst thing that I ever did. I feel like when you do things only for yourself, it's so unfulfilling. I don't get no satisfaction, even buying myself clothes, bro. I don't even buy myself stuff because it's not really fulfilling. It's kind of like, uh, you know, it's, cool to get some stuff here and there, but I'm just not the type of person that's really into that. Like, you know, a lot of my stuff, people bought me like, and because I feel that I'm not where I want to be, where I can spoil myself until the people that I have around me taken care of. So with that type of mindset, you know, I'm more focused on making sure that I'm doing everything that this person needs because I know it's right. And I know that I can't sit here and be worried about me being tired, me being sick, this being too much, me being overwhelmed, that doesn't even cross my mind. I'm just on survival mode. I'm on go mode. I'm like, this needs to be done. This got to be done. This got to be done. I, I'm just more focused on getting things done instead of sitting here and sitting with my feelings. Because, you know, bro, the more you think to yourself about the situation, the darker it gets. And I don't have time to sit here and cry about it. I don't have time to sit here and like, why this got to happen to me, God, you know, think that type of way for me. It's like, Hey, all the big shit you talk about, all those Instagram quotes, all those Instagram reels, all that shit that you want to post when everything is good. Life's going good. You're motivating. Good morning. All that stuff. This is where it all matters now. Like you can sit here and talk all that big shit, but when something really happens and there's a life on the line or that person can't even help themselves and it's all up to you. All that shit that you were talking about, all this, this is who I am. And if this happens, this, I'm going to take care of stuff because I'm a, I'm a leader, because I'm strong, because I'm brave, because I'm courage, because I've been through some stuff. Let's see how you are when things really happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's easy to perform when there ain't no pressure on you. Facts. Now that pressure on, let's see if you MJ in the finals or not. You know yeah. what I mean? So if, if, you know, you know, like you said, posting all that, that, you know, all these motivational quotes, but you know, you're cracking under pressure. It's like, it's kind of hypocritical. It's kind of weird. You feel what I'm saying? Like if you're going to talk about it, be about it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and you got to fortify your mind. You have to fortify your mind so you prepare for those type of things. And you got to know you can't, you can't, when these things happen, you can't be, be in a mentality of, like you said, God, why? Why do this to me, God? Why do this to my family? Why do this? Today? It's not him doing it, right? It's just a, 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 something that has happened that he has allowed, you know? And you need to do the everything in your power to help in that situation, mm-hmm. whether if it's helping your family member or lover or anybody recover from that situation. Like in my instance, my pops, I need to do everything I can to get him to the, to where he could change his lifestyle, get back to fully functioning independent. Right. As long as he gets back to that point, then I could continue what I'm doing. But until that, that, that point is here, I have to keep grinding for him. I have mm-hmm. to keep going. I have to, hey, what do you pop? What do you need me to do today? I've been with him for a month straight, bro, mm-hmm. since that, since that day, mm-hmm. you know? And, and bro, I, bro, I don't even cook for myself, bro. I've been cooking every single day for him. Mm-hmm. I've been waking up early. I've been drinking coffee, bro. Mm, damn. You really I've been drink drinking coffee. coffee in the morning. I wake up in the morning, drink coffee and start cooking. Wow. You know, so it's just certain things you got to do. It's game time. You know, you know, my, my lady told me the other day, like, I, you know, I've never like I've never even seen you. You cook something other than X, Y, Z. Right. I'm like, yo, you know, like I'm cooking them salmon rice, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the breakfast sandwiches, whatever, like mm-hmm. whatever he wants or needs, you know, the different types of salads, like making them making making sure he's staying on a strict diet because they have this this diet thing that they that this uh, heart healthy diet mm-hmm. that they need him to be on. So I'm going to the store, getting stuff. Okay, how do I make this? Okay, how do I do this? Okay, what can I do this? Okay, we, we can't use this because that's too much sodium. I'm looking at labels, checking labels, mm. doing the uh, little app to make sure. But it's just all this this process of doing all these things. It's like I could easily been like, oh, well, you know, his girl can do it. You know, oh, my auntie got it. She could do it. I'm about mm. to play ball. No, I, I, I got it. I can, I can go finish it. You know, I'm young. I can go finish Whatever I got to do, if I want to go pursue that, I can I can go finish whatever I got to do after this is done. But it, hey, it's it's time to turn on that switch. MJ in the finals mode. You feel me? Man, I gotta add too. It's like we all know what we're supposed to do in every single situation, in every single day, every single second, every single moment. All that Instagram post, all those books you read, all these conversations you have with people, telling them who you are and and what you do and what you're about. There's a huge difference between knowing and applying. Like you could read all the greatest books of all time, but if you're not applying it, it's wasted knowledge. There's no power in there. And that's the one thing I learned too. It's like, you know, when people always want to give advice, but don't take their own. And you know, one of the biggest things I remember my siblings did for me was I was always giving advice, but I would never take my own. And my siblings, you know, told me straight up like years ago, like, you know, like, I don't really remember the scenario, but they just put me on blast. I was like, damn, they are right. I'm over here spitting all this game, but I'm not following my own advice. And I feel like we all know what we're supposed to do. And that's why accountability is the best form of self-love. That's why I have no respect for people that make excuses or like you blame it on everybody else. Get out of here. You made the decision of whatever outcome it was. And you have to sit with the consequences of your actions, like to sit here and try to blame and say this and that or blah, blah, blah. Like, you got to accept accountability of every decision you make. So when somebody passes away or an event happens and it doesn't work your way, like 
you have to realize that you made that decision. You you know at that time what you were supposed to do, but you chose pleasure. You chose being lazy. You procrastinated. Like accept accountability, and when it's time to step up, you step up. You know, there's a huge difference between knowing and applying. Exactly, and and to go back to what you said um, about about you know us having knowing what we need to do. Um, the people that do know that or don't, you know, oh, no, 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 taking accountability, going back to what you said about accountability, um, you know, pointing the finger is the easiest thing that you can do, right? But does it make it the right thing? No, right? So if, if you know, every single thing that you, every single thing that you, or controversy that you've ever came across, you're pointing the finger at somewhere. Oh, I'm in this position of my life because my dad didn't do this or my mom didn't do this or my brother did this or this coach didn't give me the right opportunity. It's lame. And it's like it shows more of you as a person than it does of anything because you're sitting over here blaming everyone instead of looking in the mirror and saying, OK, maybe if I would have worked harder right here or maybe if I would have actually helped around the house and not been problematic for my family or maybe if I would have, hey, I'm 25 years old. OK, OK, I'm going to let me move out instead of causing ruckus in our household, right? Um, maybe if I would have done X, Y, and Z, I would be in a better position. Maybe if I would have saved money. Maybe I wouldn't have partied so much. Maybe I wouldn't have drank. I wouldn't be overweight. Like, it's always someone else's problem. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, well, you gave me three kids. That's why I, I you know, gained all this weight. Or, or you know, it, it can be a plethora of reasons. But why sit there and blame somebody? Why not do something about it? Do something about your situation. Mm -hmm. Nobody has to live in your body but you. You feel what I'm saying? Do something about it. Mm -hmm. You want to make more money? Make more bread. F okay, find out what you want to do. Monetize what you love to do. Or if you want to just do it for the money, find out how. what what do you have to do? Okay, what is a career that you can uh, go into? Oh, I like. Uh, I think corrections will be a good thing for me. Okay, go into that. Wholehearted and full force. Mm -hmm. Change your situation. You with, you with someone, you're with a female that... You don't think respects you? Okay, find someone who does. You with a man you don't think she respects you and is cheating on you all the time? Find a new man. Mm -hmm. Find someone new. So find someone who's going to treat you like a queen. Mm -hmm. You know, get out of that situation. Get out of that negative mentality and, and really live out your life how you know you can. You know, because everyone has greatness within them, bro. Mm -hmm. Every single person. I don't care if you're skinny, if you're tall, you're short. You know, you're skinny, you're thick. It doesn't matter. Pause. But <laughs> like in all reality, like you can achieve anything that you put your mind to. And, and you're right, whether if you think you can or you can't. Nah, damn, bars. <laughs> I said bars. But that's true, though. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, bro. It's like why even give up the power of control to to a person or to a result to happen? It's like, you know, you are the reason for why your life is the way it is we all have that voice in our head that what we should be doing you know your alarm goes off at at you know 6 45 and you you gotta be up you know at you know eight o'clock eight eight uh, a.m you over here snoozing you knew when that when that alarm first went off that if i don't get up i'm gonna snooze and you decided to snooze take accountability for you being late to work or wherever you're trying to go so I feel like you have to accept, you know, where you're at in life. It's purely all the, the decisions and habits that you made. You could sit here and blame so-and-so and 
complain about this and that. And the people that you surround yourself with might engage in, in your misery. But a person like me is going to tell you, like, you're not going to do that. Like, you're over here making excuses. You're over here blaming it on this and that. Like, you're not going to fool me with you playing a victim role. Because, I mean, that's you don't want to do that in life. You don't want to be the victim of everything all the time. About what happened to you. Of your thoughts. You're sad. You're depressed. Because I got to tell you something. Nobody fucking cares. That's just a sad reality. Of sad reality is like, there is people that cares for, that cares for you, right? Your family, your friends, but only to a certain extent. They can't do everything for you. You have to be the one to like to make that change, and you know you have to take the power into your hands and just accept accountability. Because when you accept accountability, you accept that you can create change from it. But if you don't create change from it, you're always just blaming other people. Like that's a miserable life. That to be honest. I don't want nothing to do with. Yeah, facts, facts. Okay, and 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 now we're gonna go ahead and transition to our next topic. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is why are we being? Why is society now more than ever such a godless society? Like, why are we moving into a direction of of worshiping things that that feel good? that look good, that, that, that instant gratification. Why are we worshiping things that give us the instant pleasure? Why are we, why are we in a, in a, you know, in a, in a point to where people are worshiping money, status, sex, um, you know, materialistic things. Why is things being molded like this? Do you think that, you know, men, are the primary cause of things being molded like this because people are moving with intentions and they're not being on their purpose and trying to get a relationship with God and they're not leading their families in the right direction to where now there's just a whole bunch of broken families, you know, childless fathers, childless parents that have no guidance and they grow up and they have babies and these babies have babies and they don't have guidance and there's no culture with, you know, where they're, how they're being brought up. So for you, what do you think, um, why do you think things are going how they're going? I believe it's the push from um, media. Media, as in like television, TV shows, social media, what's been shown to be valued a lot. I think we've gone away of the most important thing in life, which is like starting a family. I've noticed the most happiest people I've met in my life are people that have children. They're married. That's the most happiest people I've ever met. I never met like um, truly, genuinely happy people that are not married or have kids. You know, I've noticed that people just use like temporary distractions and 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 instant gratification things to keep them distracted, you know, from their shitty job or their shitty life. They eat a lot of food. They go out to drink every day almost. They're smoking weed, just numbing themselves with things, you know, pornography. Just uh, just certain, a lot, a lot of bad habits I've seen that I feel that, you know, always gossiping about celebrities. It's always about drama. It's always about, like, what's going on. I feel like we've gone away from one of the best goals, which is uh, starting a family and 
And I feel like we've gone away from what created this country too. Like, you know, there's the morals and principles of like, you know, I believe for the U S was like Christianity. And I feel like we've gone away from God because nowadays we've been promoting one of the, one of the parts of discussion is like sexuality. Like we're over here prioritizing our own pleasures over what God asks of us and that is by you know doing things for good deeds um helping people become better you're becoming better you're you have morals and principles that you could follow that's in the bible and the quran we've lost track of like who we are we don't even know it what gender we are anymore we don't even know what pronoun we want to be today we're constantly confused of what tv is showing how you should think and how you should react People's opinions aren't even their opinions. They're recycled opinions of what they got told what to do. They're just programmed to say certain things. They don't even think about their thoughts. They don't even think about their emotions of why they feel this way. They just think, I'm upset. You made me upset. This is your fault. It's this whole victim mindset. How can we have equality when you don't even accept accountability? That doesn't even make no sense to me. That was good. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> That was but like that's the type of stuff too it's like so confusing it's like we're so hypocritical and god knew that we were flawed that's why you pray and ask for forgiveness and you become better at it you just are not made just to sin and sin and sin and then ask for forgiveness 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 and you're going to keep continuing continuing to do the same thing like there needs to be changed and without god look at this confusion of this world Kind of like how I just mentioned before, people don't even know who they are. People are trying to go away from science, from facts. Male and females. How is that something that is so alien? But literally 10 years ago, 15 years ago, that was nothing that was debatable. Now, just because it makes people feel a certain way, a certain way or they feel excluded, we're over here trying to change everything for 1% of people. And I'm not saying gay, straight, or anything like that. I'm just really just talking about people who have real mental health issues. These are real mental health issues. People don't even know who they are. That's a huge problem. There's nothing wrong with feeling comfortable with yourself that is not normal to what you see all the time. Like, I believe, like, God loves everybody that's on this earth that keeps their heart open but to just worship your pleasure and it's all about how you feel it's all about you know sex or like you promoting yourself about a certain way i feel like we're forgetting what truly matters like when you're lying in your deathbed the main thoughts that are going to come in your mind is how did i make people feel what did i do for people you know what did people do for me and your health and what you left behind and how you lived your whole life until that moment. I think we're prioritizing things that don't actually really matter at the end of the day. Like your main goal should be wanting to start a family. And I feel like, you know, that's something that's alien to me. I, I was more focused on like my career, my ambitions, which I still am. But just like everybody else, I started getting caught up with like TV, rap music, um, Listening to other people say what they want and sometimes they don't even know what they want. They're just speaking from where they're at at that life at that stage. And it confused the hell out of me because I didn't even know what I wanted. 
And I'm starting to get closer and closer to God, the closer and closer I got to the truth. And I feel like everybody should be aiming for the truth. Now we're just aiming for what feels right. What's what's better, what's worse, not what's right and what's wrong. And that's the problem. Like, you know, I believe that we have gone so far away from God that I love that. I believe that we're overcorrecting ourselves. Like, you know, like, you know, this month is men's mental health. But all we hear about is pride and and school districts. Um, you know, going out war with parents and LGBT community because they're trying to groom kids on sexuality when kids should be learning how to be kids, be curious, having socializing with other kids. Let them find themselves first. Don't be teaching kids something that they're so vulnerable to just take on because they don't know no better. And I feel like that's literally what we're focusing on. We're focusing on a bunch of things that is going away from the life experience of, of a human being, which should be seeking the truth. And I feel like we're just seeking pleasure. And I feel like when you remove God, you remove like the, the nuclear family, they say, right. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you move and you take away family, when you, when you, when you're taking away the, the father from seeing his kid, when the mother has, you know, social media problems, her friends are a detrimental to her relationships and, the way she views men and with men, they have no structure and no control of their urges and their temptations that they lose a great woman when they should have just been honest and just communicate the truth. And however it goes is however it goes. I feel like we're getting so confused and so getting caught up in the world that, that we we're losing sight of the truth. That's the goal. You should always be trying to seek the truth. Even if I believe in something and I'm talking to somebody that believes differently, I want to learn why you believe what you believe because maybe I'm missing something. Maybe there's something that I could sharpen myself on. Or you might just be saying some dumb shit. <laughs> and, and, and it's good that I know and hopefully I could help keep people away from that because I think we're not seeking the truth anymore. We're, we're seeking what, what a certain percent of a small voice says that dictates virtual signaling of how we should talk, how we should say. You know, remember I told you in the beginning, of, like us doing this podcast, there's a lot of times where like I felt like I had to be careful what I was saying. Like, I don't want to hurt people's feelings. And and now I just feel like I just want to speak the truth. And if it bothers people, it bothers people. We lose followers. We lose followers. I don't care. I feel like we need to speak the truth, even if it's against what you believe. And um, we just need to get closer to God again, which is something crazy for me to say, because, you know, I didn't grow up super religious like that. And to now find that God is the truth and God is the way. And I believe like, look, I've seen Jesus Christ do great things for people. I've seen Islam do great things for people. I've seen, I've met Jewish people that, you know, their religion has done great things for them. I feel like, you know, at this, at the same time, we're all underneath the umbrella of God. There's only one God. And I feel like as long as we stick to that one God and try to do our best, depending on the Bible, the Quran, whatever, your religious standpoint is I feel like the closer we get back to God, the closer we'll become back to a whole again, because look, God might not be real, right? Some people say it's because I can't see it. I don't know if he's real, but society will be better with the concept of just believing there is a God. And for me, I, I guess trust blindly that there is a God because I've seen so much evil in this world and I've seen the distractions that I can't have. And I feel like with God and, and religion, it could restore and bring us back to 
you know, a society that we once were, where if you were gay, it was okay to be gay. You know, people fought to be gay and they just wanted to be accepted. And it, you, a lot of, they've gotten that. It's okay to be gay. You know what I'm saying? But now it's just like, now you're trying to push it out there. Like, look at me, look at my attention. And not all people are like that. Not all people that are in the LGBT community are like that because I've met some great people that I know that are gay and they even, they agree with what I'm saying. That they've that, that that it's got pushed too far. The whole reason for the LGBT community was to be accepted to be gay. They got that now. Now it's just getting overboard. Now it's going towards kids, and I love that that parents are fighting back. Like people with religious backgrounds are fighting back because that's not right. You should be okay with being gay and express your sexuality as an adult, but to push it on kids, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And, and for it to be so accepted and, you know, and it looks looked down upon if a child brings in a Bible to school, you know, so why is that being accepted? But you're pushing away my ideals. If everyone's ideals is accepted, okay, look, we'll like allow everyone to accept their own, you know, you know mm-hmm. ideals or, or, or belief systems. You know, mm-hmm. if I don't want my child to see that at a young age, that should be my choice. Mm-hmm. You're not going to program my child. I'm going to program my child. You know, if you guys want, you know, to teach your children about that, you teach your children about that. But don't make it mandatory for my child to see those type of things at that young age because that can do something to them mentally. You know, a child seeing pornography at the age of four can change him for life. You know, so in, in, in the same sense, okay, if somebody, if a child sees something like that, that might change them. That might, you know, guide them in a way of they might you know look at a look at that and it might you know mess with them you know um and i want like you said you want them to have their own opportunity to make their own choice at when they're of age Mm -hmm. right so and i i know for me my child can be whatever he wants to be i love him or her regardless of what he or she is right but i don't want them to be molded by something else. I'm going to teach them about the Bible. I'm going to teach them about God. And mm-hmm. if they choose to go out, veer off into another destination, that is their choice. I love and respect everybody. I love and respect my children. I love and respect my family. But I'm going to do my best to show them how I grew up. I'm going to do the best to show them the Bible, the principles, the foundation that I grew up on, what made me the man that I am today. And, you know, even though we're living in a society where masculinity is decreasing at a, a rapid rate and depression is skyrocketing, mm-hmm. you know, we got to get back to where, where we were, you know, to where there was men who were, as you said, blindly in faith, you know, like they, regardless of what happens in their life, regardless of the, the trials and tribulations they deal with, there's one thing about them. They are going to go to church. They're going to worship God. They're going to keep their family close and they're going to go to work regardless of how they feel. They're going to, you know, protect, protect and provide for their, their, their families, you know, and we got to get back to that because, you know, the way that things are going, kids having kids and those kids not having guidance and, and, and just, it's just, uh, we're living in a society now where it's like anything goes. That's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. And if you live on principle, it's almost like you're looked at as a, like, as, as, as an, ex- yeah, an extremist or, Conservative. or, or someone who is judgmental or X, Y, and Z. It's just like, 
you know, for what? Because I live, I have standards for myself. I have standards for my kids. So now I'm controlling, I'm this, I'm that. It's, you know, it's, it's very confusing Mm -hmm. because the things that, that, you know, have no limits, like, let's just say, you know, the hookup culture, you look at that and you have an opinion about that. Now that now you're a bad person for being judgmental, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not right. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 I agree with you, bro. And, and, you know, we don't have to tiptoe and regardless if, you know, people feel offended about it, you know, we've already said we love and, 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 you know, appreciate every walks of life, every walks of life of people, mm-hmm. you know, color, sex, you know, we, we wish the best for everyone. God loves everybody. Mm-hmm. But when you start pushing it to babies, when you start to, 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 to basically force feed the youth, that's, in in my opinion, that's an attack, you know, because if someone wants to choose that path, 100%, Right now, you can choose to be whatever you want to be, right? But once you're in the schools, once you're in the districts, once you're doing those things, it, it's I don't think it's productive. Yeah. Like, look, we have opinions of, let's just say, the LGBTQ community that that we don't agree with, right? But they're just opinions. Opinions are not what we are. Like, we truly do love everybody. We want people to be themselves. Like, that is, you know, it doesn't matter what you are, like, what you believe in. Like, as long as you're being a good person and and you're trying your best, like, we want people to, to be comfortable with themselves. But at the same time, like, right is right, wrong is wrong. And I'm not going to sit here and sway just because you don't like what I'm saying. You know, like, I'm going to tell you the truth. Whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, like we have to be authentic and we got to stand for something. And, you know, for us, it's not transphobic. We're not homophobic. Like like how we like how we said, like we know gay people, just straight people, like all types of people. But that's not even the priority we should be focusing on. Like we should just be trying to do our best to treat people with, you know, with you know being kind to them and and trying to uplift people because this life life is hard. Life is not easy. So. You know, we got to always try to, like, you know, uplift people. Yeah, facts, facts. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, we're all put here. Our main objective to be here is to love. Mm-hmm. You know, to love one another, you know. And it's, it's you know, we're, we're, pu- we're pitting positions as people who have a foundation of people who do want to spread this love and do want to, you know, live productive Live productive, like not saying no one else, but we're trying to live a very honest and productive life. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're 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 trying to be the role models that you know our families need. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not judging anybody for for doing those things. We just want to, you know, we want to be honest. We want to be real. We want to stand on our principles and the stuff that we, our foundation that we, you know, either grew up on or that we learned. Mm-hmm. You know, just how we're not trying to change you. And how how you think? We don't want you trying to change us or change our children or or our, the next generation. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, you know, one more thing I wanted to touch on before we close out mm-hmm. is, you know, as men, our mental health. You know, I know this month is Mental Health Month, and we there's so much going on and so much that we could discuss. But 
you know, I, I think for me, like achieving your the, the best version of yourself, like it's so critical for you to have a clear mind. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're constantly overloaded with distractions, with with, you know, women, with with with, you know, it could be video games with, you know, um, um, drugs, it leads you to to wasted time. And you look up and you're 35 and you're still in the same place that you were when you were 18. Like, that's a bad, that's a terrible feeling, you know. And, you know, if, if, if you know, I think the age is just a number. You can have a clear mind and be on your purpose from the age of like 12, you know. Mm-hmm. You can be a, a, a kid, you know, and because there's a plenty of adults to have the mentality of a child. So you you have to elevate yourself. You have to clear your mind. You have to find what you want to do and go after it 100% because, you know, you, how are you supposed to find the woman of your dreams if you're not, you know, the person that you know you can be? You mm-hmm. know, you, 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 you know, looking for handouts, not taking accountability, you know, making excuses. Why would Why would that be the type of man that someone would want to, you know, want to marry or want to pursue a life with, you know, are you going to make excuses when the bills come? Are you going to make excuses when, uh, unforeseen events happen? Or are you going to be a man and you're going to get things done? Mm-hmm. You know, are you, are you going to be a masculine man? Are you going to take care of your body? Are you going to take care of finances? Are you going to take care of yourself? Are you going to take care of your family? These are all things that, that tie into all of your success. And you can either do it or you don't because there's plenty of people. There's It's easy. It's, it's common for people not to do the things that are necessary to be successful, mm-hmm. you know. But for you, what are some things you think, you know, any of the men watching right now can do to, you know, improve their mental health and to clear their mind? Yeah. Yeah. Just to, to finish off this episode, I believe that. I made a post like a couple of days ago too. I believe for men that you need to be able to confide, confide in like your brothers and that's your friends, cousins. I mean, your father, like you need to find people you can confide, confide in. And sometimes like, I think we forget, like some of your friends are those, your, your friends are dealing with similar shit just differently. Like, I like to look at my friends and everybody who's around me as that's me. If I, that's me. If I lived their life, I feel like we're not as different as I think we make it seem to be. I feel that, you know, if I were lived in your shoes, I'll be just like you. Like if I was in your life and I lived your life, I would have the same outcome where you're at right now. And with understand that we're all human and we just have different paths and we're all the same in reality when you really think about it i believe that you'll see that you have more in common than you do not so like you need to be able to speak up to your friends and just just one time just like hey man i need to talk you know let's talk about you know i'm dealing with this like how did you handle this and just come from a place of like just being genuine and and talking to your friends that really have your best interests at heart Like, like trust people that that don't need nothing from you. They don't need money. They don't need nothing. They're just there to help you. They got their own stuff going on. Like you just need to trust people that, that are actually genuine for you. And the best thing I did, like, cause I didn't really have no mentor, you know, a, a lot of things I feel like I could have opened up to you and my other friends super early. And I felt like 
I would have got the help that I probably would have definitely got. I mean, I've needed. But what I did was I would Google and like literally YouTube, YouTube University, like what is depression? Yeah, like I, I was always sad and I was like, you know, what the hell does sadness even mean? And I would literally Google what is depression? What is sad? Why am I tired all the time? I started learning about food. I started getting into fasting. I started working out. I started running. I started learning ways to communicate myself, talking to my dad about it. Started creating the change within my family. We don't really say I love you. I start saying I love you like crazy. Now my family says it every single phone call. Things that weren't that I didn't have, I made it happen. Like, you know, people are always like my, my, my dad didn't ever told me he loved me. Well, how come you didn't tell your dad you loved him? So like I, I started with me doing stuff like that. Like, you know, and if if you don't have what you want in your family or your friends and you don't have nobody you can talk to, you then need to be that person that they talk to. And then what happens is they, they also get influence and then you create them to be what you want them to be that you wish you had. So for me, it's like my whole goal was always to become the man that I wish I had, the man that I wish I needed that was able to guide me and mentor me to that maybe help me not suffer the way that I did when I was younger. So for that, I'll probably say like, you know, as a, as a, as a man for men's mental health, you got to find a mentor. So find somebody that you can look up to that can guide you that needs nothing from you, but just truly wants the best for you. Facts, facts, facts. Why? <laughs> what you? Why? What I say? <laughs> no. What I say? Oh, the, the, when you were the, like the man you need, I yeah, was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when I said that too, hey. I was like, wait, I, in my mind, I was like, pause. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but yeah, I, <laughs> I think that's gonna wrap it us up for us today. We appreciate all you guys for the love and support. You guys. Are, are beyond amazing we love every single one of you we appreciate you guys you know i think a lot of the topics that we talked about today stuff that needs to be talked about these are topics that needs to be discussed and i think we're at a point in you know our history to where you know a lot of people are talking about it. a lot of things need to be discussed and we need to find out you know where we are to move where are we going to move forward uh, as a society uh Wanavelli, thank you so much for all your input and you know all the things we talked about and 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 your points of view we appreciate all y'all for tapping in with us and we'll see you next time on self relations she i ain't gonna lie this one was tough bro yeah. 2 hours bro, bro. this one was t-